Welcome back to Yellow Movie Podcast. Evan and Drew are back after a very long break. Drew, how's it going? Who am I? Very good question. Uh, real quick, I know it's been a while, but Drew and I have just been very busy with life and work and stuff. So we're probably not going to keep up the every week podcast. We'll just get to them here and there. It was a struggle just to get this one going. Uh, but we'll st- we're still going to make them. So... We do have a review. We'll see how long this segment takes. We've seen it go awry before. (laughs) Drew, what have you seen in this long break? You know, if I could actually keep track of them, that would be really great. I had to go back and look because I wasn't exactly sure either. Um, uh, Let's see. I know I watch... um... Uh, the John Zena Hamill Burris movie, whatever or his name is, I can't think of his name. Um, the Vacation um, Friends movie. I, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's on Hulu. It's um, hold on, hold on. Yeah, <laughs> Vacation Friends. I I completely missed that one. I don't know what you're talking about. On Hulu, it's uh, John Cena like being like the wacky guy with his wife, and who like, um, <clears throat> so this more like straight laced couple goes to Mexico uh, for a vacation, and um, they meet John Cena's crazy wife there, and like they just party and stuff, and uh, like things get really out of hand. Okay. Like I imme- uh, like immediately like like they um. Is it a comedy or is it? Yeah, it's a comedy. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Um, uh, was it like, like, like one of the jokes is also in the trailer too. It's um, uh, his wife gives uh the couple margaritas and stuff, and like, like this is uh, what this doesn't taste like salt. Oh, it's cocaine. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, I I haven't even heard of this one. Is it new or is it like is yeah? It all right, I I don't know what this one is at all. How did you not have seen the trailers at all? I don't know. I'm just, and I've been watching because I watched, you know, the Brooklyn Nine Nine. You know, they did their final season, and yeah, it I came just, out. It came out August twenty seventh. Oh yeah, I I haven't seen anything about that. I'll have to go check it out. Yeah, it sounds kind of funny. It came just on Hulu. Oh yeah, yeah did, yeah, did you like it? Or no. Yeah, I liked it. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. I no. I've not seen any. And like I said, I've been on Hulu a lot to watch that final season. But I no didn't see a damn thing about it. That's actually amazing to pull that off, isn't it? <laughs> I haven't seen anything. And I've grown respect for John Cena since Suicide Squad. So you know, I would I'd give it a chance. I, I something I can look into. I mean, because, yeah, because they're just playing the most obnoxious couple in the world, like... So, well, no, I'm confused. So, he brought a couple, like, he's there with another woman, and he runs into his wife, or... Uh, okay, so, no, so, okay, so, I can't think, I can't, uh... Um, so, this couple that is, like, uh, Lil, Rel, Howery, um, he's the guy for, uh, he's also in Free Guy, a bunch of other stuff. Okay, hold on, um, and then, friends? Yeah, and then his, uh, wife is played by Yvonne, or... I can't think. Can't think. Say her last name. I'm sorry. Oh, little Ray. Howard. Okay. Oh, yeah. I can't say her name either. Meredith uh, Hagner. Okay. 
and Meredith Hagner is the John Cena's wife. And um, okay, like they uh, so like the the main the, uh, the main two characters, so the main character really is a uh, Lil Rel, and um, like he's like much more straight laced. Uh, uh, he plans things so far advanced out of everything, and then like um, they. He has like this whole vacation planned, and he's gonna propose to his uh, girlfriend and everything while on this Mexican uh, getaway. <coughs> and like, um, the whole like the their room is completely flooded, and it turns out that it's uh, John Cena and his wife that that fled by accident because they left like the jacuzzi in like their hotel suite, like running all day long. Okay. Like for like here's another example of like how dumb they are is that like uh they um they take a jet ski out and while he's riding it he's sh- he's like shotgunning a beer and she's uh, he and she's smoking a bowl <laughs> while he's while he's driving and then also um they lose it they lose it at some point and the uh, the wife goes ahead. Like his girlfriend ever takes a picture. It like, takes a picture of the open ocean. She's like, "Yeah, we parked it right over here." Huh. Oh, okay. She's uh, she's the. I'm looking at her. I didn't recognize her, but she's the girlfriend to. Um, I almost called him Jake Peralta, but uh, Andy Samberg's character in in Palm Springs, the one that he's with when he starts the day. Oh, is oh, is that? Yeah, something? yeah. Oh. But yeah, it's just, and um. You just want, and so then they have a wild week, like a full week of just partying and stuff, getting to get into each other and everything. And um, <clears throat> and then like it skips to like months and months later, and it's uh, Lil Rel and his wife's, or his fiance's actual wedding. Yeah. And they and uh, John Cena and his wife go ahead and crash it. Hmm. Cause they're like, like you said, you said you, you said we'll see each other around. Guess what? That's funny. And like, they, like they literally, he crashes straight through the the fence of like this like country club. Huh. You know, yeah, I guess it, so. it turns out like, it turns out like he's like respected because he was a Green Beret. Yeah, that would make sense. Like, like, like the dad who's like uptight and everything, and like hates uh, that his like daughter's getting married to this guy and stuff. All of a sudden, like loves the the best friend of him and everything. Mm. It's funny. Okay. It's a real funny movie. Um, what else is what else did you see? Um, let's see what else I see. Um, Dear Evan Hansen. Okay, how was that? It was all right. It was good. Um, it's I mean, if anyone's known the the, the trailers at all, I mean, the plot is that this um, high school kid, his therapist gives gives him the homework of writing letters to himself from another person's perspective. Yeah. And he does one for the only other kid who even who really acknowledges that he exists. Mm-hmm. They're not really friends, but he acknowledges they exist. So he has, so he uses him as an example for an, yeah. for the assignments. Right. This one I know. This one I know about. Yeah, and um, it's a thing of then that the uh, kid 
sees the letter and storms off and no one hears from him for like days uh, for days and it turns out that this kid's unfortunately committed suicide yeah and the the um the parents think that he wrote you know he was his and, only friend yeah, and the kid and the kid and the, yeah, the parents of the kid who committed suicide think that he wrote a letter to this other kid evan hansen and so, like the letters, dear Evan Hansen. So, um, yeah. So they think that he, like, the, oh, you must have been uh, Connor is the kid's name. Movie. Yeah. Oh, you must have been Connor's only friend, and also, um, the kid to be kind of a quietly a dick to Evan. He, uh, Evan has a cast. He has a broken arm throughout the movie. He went ahead and he uh, like he signed. Oh, I'll sign your cast for you. And he does like the whole cast from top to bottom. His name, yeah, it's in the and, trailer. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's a thing of, oh my god, you guys really knew each other and everything. And then he gets, and he, he's uh, Evan Hansen is someone who's really, who really, really struggles with everything. Quite honestly, he's very hard at, at communicating. He, he stammers a lot. He doesn't. And stuff like that. And he's very, very hard and anxiety ridden yeah. and everything else. And depressed. And, um, like he, he can't really get the words out that no, 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 I, I, none of this was true. Yeah. And then the fact, like, how do you tell these parents and then just lost their son? And then at a certain point, he gets in so deep to the point where it's like, how can I tell them any, anything else? Yeah. And so then he comes up with, the lie that him and you know Connor were best friends and uh, all this stuff and it gets more complicated and oh. you know, the, what? Oh, I'm sure it does. And you know, of course, the truth is that none of this is real and everything. And um, yeah. it's also a musical. Oh yeah, right up your alley, huh? Is that what is that what saves it for you? No, I um, there there is one number that's like a. Uh, it's supposed to be comedic. That's like a callback to classic ones, but, I'm ha- but I was happy that they were like dancing and everything. Oh, I'm sure you were. I'm sure you're like, oh, I did. Was it supposed to be a musical or? I, I didn't think it's it was based on a book. It's based on a book, and I think, and then he turned it into a Broadway musical, and then they brought it to making an actual movie. Oh, I didn't know it was a musical at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is yeah. This is a a musical. It's weird. That is musical a little bit. Um, like some of the music is is, is pretty good in it. Uh, like I said, the, the one I mean, my, my favorite was that was um the ver- like the vision that he makes in his head of his, of his and Connor's friendship. Oh, I guess that's kind of nice. It's not real, of course. And, well, you know, yeah, he's just making it all up. That that, that like like. Oh yeah, he told he talked to me when he was in rehab, and and I, you know, and I'm just walking along the park, kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, it looked and like they, um, they said, like said they do like a like a classic thing of like um, instead of canes, they're using like the um, picker upper things for trash to like do like the dance number with. Oh, that's kind of clever. But yeah. All right. I, I guess I I I'd be lying if I said I'd try and watch this, but I'd more interested in the John Cena one now than that one. But that's just me. Yeah, um, 
I know it, it's it's a it, it's a hard movie. Like it's heavy movie. Yeah, well, I I believe that. I, I, based <clears throat> off the trailer, I could kind of see that. Just mus- who, musical. Who, to- yeah, who knew a musical about someone faking knowing a suicide victim would be a, a hard, heavy drama? Well, who would have thought that something like Collateral Beauty that's supposed to be so heavy, like heavy, has five plot twists in it? Collat- oh God. We I almost, watched I, that all the way I, through. That I, I almost put it on the other day. I was so close. I'm like, no, I, I don't have the patience for garbage right now. But I, I do. I almost hit play. I'm like, uh, no. Dear, and oh. <laughs> but it's, it's, on Netflix. It's, on, it's on Netflix. Yeah, the Clairol yeah. Beauty. Oh, that's such a. I will plot, watch it one day. The I plot will... twist of a plot twist of a plot twist. Guess what? We bashed this movie that we haven't seen. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> but like the there's so many plot twists in that movie. It's in it, it's insanity. I know. What was it? Um, he is. Uh, let's see. Let's see. If, He's he's a, he is a support group for parents that have lost their children young. Oh, are you gonna read the bi- the bio? No, no, but uh, oh no, no, this is off the top of my head. I still remember this. Oh, he meet and he he's his wife left him already because of the incident because they couldn't get past it together, and he's single and everything, and he ends up befriending this woman who's also in the support group who lost who lost her daughter and. Later, in this later on movie, they go ahead and, they, and like they're you know they're they're forming this connection and everything, and then finally, she shows a video of her daughter running around the park and stuff, and plot twist, and this is like plot twist like number eight in the movie, it's that Will Smith's the one holding the camera. That is his actual ex-wife. He has blocked her out of his brain. <laughs> up to that point that they were ever married. Oh god. I can't wait to watch this movie. God. Oh god. Up to that point he blocked it out of his brain. I just Oh. It'd be easier if he actually had memory loss or something, but no, he had to force it out of his brain. Oh, 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 I also watched a documentary. Oh, okay. Um, what else would you watch? Uh Behind the Curve. It's um, a documentary about the flat earthers. Oh, no way. Really? Yes. What is it on? Is it on HBO? It's on Netflix. Oh, is it on Netflix? Oh, that should be great. I got to go check that one out. Oh, it's 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 genius. Is it? Oh, because like, at a certain point, like, you, like, it's such an absurd thing that you can't like anyone that's sane enough can't help but laugh at it at least a little bit. Yeah, because like. like do they try and justify it? N- no, it's the documentary, or are they kind of trying to say this is what they, how they. At, no, at, at first they're more presenting just what the, like um, it follows this guy named Mark Sargent who kind of helped uh, really kickstarting gear, the flat Earth videos on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, I know who he is. Um. And so it follows, and so it kind of follows him a little bit more, and it follows other people too within the Flat Earth Army or society, whatever you want, whichever one you want to call it. Okay. And um, but it's the thing of like, like it, at first it's kind of just presenting it as is, and of course then they bring in like someone who's like an actual scientist or whatever to just like 
refute them immediately. Okay, so they do bring they do bring in the other side. Oh, there's not, one side. Not, there's one side, but I not even I, I kind of and they kind of do and then they kind of don't. It's weird. Like they kind of just show what, like how you can become this person that believes such an absurd idea. Mm. Um, and then it does like by the end of the documentary, like like it, it's that. It gives the message, like, clearly someone actually does give the message of, like, yes, we make fun of flat earthers, but these are actually people that were, that could have been scientists and stuff. These are people who are genuinely, naturally curious about the how the world works and everything, but they've been mis, but they've fed misinformation and stuff, and we should not laugh at them. We should try and not even I just explain things to them and stuff. Yeah, but sometimes they're possible to change their minds. Oh, for a lot of them, it becomes a belief thing. We do see yeah. like um, like belief, and also we see like Mark Sargent throughout the thing. Um, he's become so big within the community and stuff, and he finally he's made a community for himself to belong in. That at this point and like be uh, a figurehead in. That like he could never leave it. Yeah, that makes yeah, yeah, I, I know like, who Mark like Sargent he, is. Like if he like if he left it, he'd have no one. Mm. Like he like he, like because he's like like you know before I was just you know some guy and now you know he even though he still lives with his mom and stuff in the basement and everything literally he does yeah like it's the thing of like what but this group of like this community knows him as the Mark Sargent like oh he's the guy. Yeah, that makes sense. And so it's like, how could you leave that, even if someone proved to you all the facts? Well, that's interesting. Do you? But then, of course, you just have to like listen to the man's insanity. Oh, sure, absolutely. Do you? That makes sense. I'm going to check that one out. That one sounds interesting. Um, like the one, uh, uh, because he he has he has like a podcast or a few whatever, and the one is um he does it with his co-host um. I can't think of her, name, her actual full name now, but like her actual first name is Patricia. And so deeper people in the flat earth community, like real super conspiracy theorists think that they're actually shills for working for the government. Oh, and really? they think, and they've come to that conclusion for her. At least one of the reasons was because Patricia, the last three letters of that is CIA. Oh, like that's the level of uh, of insanity that you get into. Nice. Like there's a, there's a guy who's like he, who like he's literally just bouncing like a ping pong ball off of like mallets and like talking about, like, about like and like just yelling like out el- like elements from the PR table and he's like, "See, I'm smart." <laughs> I gotta check this out. I gotta oh, they go it. to they go to the NASA museum. Is it? Is it? Is this a new documentary? Or has it been out for a while? It's been out for years. Oh, we just missed it. We just missed it. Okay. Yeah, but no, it's not like they um, <laughs> they go like to the NASA um, uh, like center in Houston or something like that. Uh-huh. And like he's like, and like he's like, oh boy, I get to uh, watch their their fake video of of how they you know how we would launch into space and stuff. 
And then he's like, like, oh, look at the space simulator isn't even working. Look at pressing the I'm pressing the screen; it's not even working. Uh-huh, oh, uh-huh. they believe they they didn't go to space either. Nope, of course not. Well, <laughs> okay, you, you can't believe they go into space if 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 the entire Earth is a dome in there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, yeah. so they um <laughs> they show that like but like like, like ha ha see like, oh NASA's so uh, like their machine's broken. And then it turns out that, like, the start button, like, like, and then, like, the camera crew pans over to the start button that's out of view of them that's just been sitting there unpressed. <laughs> and, like, well, just zoom, it, it just zooms in on the start button that's just left empty. And it's like, God. These people must not have been on planes and gone across or whatever. Oh, 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 I, uh, that, that was, like, one of the immediate things that, like, they said was, like, um, uh, like, uh, his, his one of his big uh, notes was that like there are no planes that fly um, south of the equator that like or like that come like across like the Indian Ocean or something like that or like yeah south like that region. Oh, and then it's the thing of that like you have um, an actual um, astrophysicist, and she just like she's like hold on, she literally just googles like air traffic navigation in real time on Google clicks the first ads and open button it's like yeah no 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 there, there's a plane right there flying <laughs> right now it's it, it, it it's possible okay. and she's like this was really easy to disprove <laughs> she's just like yeah no that, that that's oh, not a thing God. no because they believe that the earth is actually in a side of a dome, right? Yeah, I'm not, I knew that part of the theory. Although I do love that there's some parts of the theory that you see that the like Mars and the other planets they're really round. We're just the ones that are flat. Oh, that's part. They they believe that. Some of them do, at least. Some believe that Mars is a planet, but we're not. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, the moon isn't real. Yeah, that makes sense. It was made. Yeah, man made. Man made. They want to be the Truman Show. <laughs> Are oh, we? They, they, he does. <laughs> he, he 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 talks about the Truman Show. Does he? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's one of his first things. Is he's like he's like yeah like oh we're supposed to believe that we're moving at this rate of speed you know with the the Earth rotating and the whole planet going around the sun and the, and the sun going you know through the universe you know, through the galaxy and the galaxy going through the universe and stuff but we don't feel any of that like no what what's really going on is that like in Truman show we are in a dome never all right, I gotta watch this one. Um, oh, it, yeah, it's something to watch. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that one. Um, is there anything else? Because I, I have a perfect segment to one of the ones I've watched. Um, uh, go into your thing. No, go ahead. Do you have other one? No, 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 no. Just go into your thing. I watched. Uh, I finally watched Going Clear. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, I remember that. And that one's a wild ride, man. That's just, you were not wrong. I mean, every bit of that was just, holy shit. And it didn't even include some of the best stuff that came out after that. Like, the fact that um, uh, the leader of Scientology, I think still right now, is um, David uh, Miskovich, or whatever his name is. Yeah, I looked him up after this movie. I'm like, His father 
had to escape the compound that the it, it, that they were in. Oh, really? In Florida, yes. He actually, um, at a certain point, he was working like sixty-hour weeks for like a total of seven dollars. That's crazy. You know what? I I honestly think David's really just in it for the power. Oh, he is. Yeah, they, they I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think he. Yeah, they made it clear. I don't think he truly believes the actual beliefs. No, of anything. no, because he because uh, the one guy said, "Oh, he no, he has to." At certain level, like, like the atrocities that he has done to the people that have been in that organization and Scientology, that he has ruined their lives, he has to believe that it's actually all for a good cause. Kind of like the Mark Sargent thing. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. And so he he, has, he he's delusional to a certain extent because he has to be in order to stay in this. Um, but uh, no, they do. Um, Joe Rogan actually had had the dad on for an, for an interview. Did and he, he talked about it? Yes, oh. he talked about the fact that at a certain point, um, his son re- only called him by his first name, refused to acknowledge that they were related. Um, the only thing that he'd get like maybe is like a card at like uh, um like on his birthday or something. Wow. Yeah. Like that... they, they just like he like yeah. David Miskovich just pretended he didn't even know they had a dad. You wouldn't know it if you if you didn't know their names and everything. That's amazing. I like mean, he, yeah, he had to literally with his wife pack up and then just drive and then you know like down the road they're going down the road. They make the immediate hard turn to the exit ramp and just keep going. Uh-huh. And that's how they escape the compound. I mean, it's crazy because I know a lot of people, some of them are like, you know, the celebrities, you know, they say, oh, you know, I can get on board with the whole, like, you know, feeling better with those getting rid of those bad memories. But when you go down and realize that there's humans worshiping some floating head in the sky, it's like, what the fuck is this? There's no floating head in the sky. What was what was the whole thing with that then? No, did, I mis, did I misquote that? No, yeah, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, so, <laughs> um, there is Zenu who it who um oh my god, this, there's a lot to this. There's a it's a so there's, elaborate. A, there's a lot to Scientology that like that. Yeah, there is a world that was like trillions of years ago that was much like Earth back in like the fifties. Yeah. And they had planes, much uh, everyone, everything was pretty much the same, pretty much. But yeah. overpopulation happened, and then Zenu, the emperor of that world or whatever, uh, froze a bunch of the population, threw them into uh, Earth uh, volcanoes, then dropped atomic bombs onto those volcanoes, and then somehow the ghost spirits of those people that were uh, that were killed that way latched on to humans eventually. Oh yeah. Oh yes. wait, 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 wait. I'm missing a very important part here. He captured the the ghost spirits before that, showed them all of human history, and then set them to humans. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, it's fu- it's wild. And that's yeah, and um, and that's real. That's all true. That they really believe that, but they don't tell most of them that. No, no, they no, don't. no, no, because yeah, because it's the thing of that you have to pay for each stage of uh, crossing the bridge or something that they call it. Yeah, 
um, to the point where you are quote unquote clear, going clear as going the documentary. Clear. Right. Um, and I think it's like clear level three or something like that. Yeah, I think that so. you get it, to that point where like it, they. It's pretty hard to get to it. It's really it, and it's expensive. And it's expensive. And so, like at that point, though, like they take you into a room, they document everything, like like you know, the time, who you are, and da da da, all this. They the au- the au- auditors. Yeah, auditors, yeah, yeah. like all, yeah, all, and 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 security, honchos of Scientology, all this stuff. They literally have a briefcase that, like, with like the that the guy carries handcuffed with him and everything. It it's dramatic, and they pull out the papers that that read what. Scientology really truly believes, and it's insanity. Yeah, I wonder if Tom Cruise was brought on board for that, or John Travolta. Oh yeah, they had to. Did they? They so they know, and they still don't yeah. care. Yeah. Oh Jesus! I mean, I, I like Tom Cruise. He seems like a nice guy, but holy shit! But yeah, this yeah, the documentary doesn't doesn't paint him in a, in a nice light at all. Cruz or Travolta, really? Cruz, no, yeah, Cruz or Travolta, no, no. Travolta was the Cruz of that er- time, and then, you know, obviously he kind of disappeared, and Tom Cruise came onto the scene. And, mm-hmm. and uh, no, no, I mean they, uh, yeah, it's it's a lot. Well, it sounds like that they, both Travolta and Cruz, don't really know what they do. I mean, they know about the crazy thing, but. Not all the abuse that goes into it. They have a theory, like a lot of them said that I don't think they're really aware that they're doing that. And some was... of the, no, some of the stuff they weren't aware of at the time, like yeah. so, for example, um, for Travolta, uh, one his handler through Scientology, um, she was a friend and everything to him, and she you know she yeah. helped him through his early career and stuff, and um, they decided that they didn't want her to talk to Travolta anymore. Yeah. They pretty much kidnapped her and trapped her inside the uh, um the main building in LA. Yeah. Um and like they trapped her daughter there while she was still an infant and did provide almost no child care and all this stuff. Um he had he he didn't know any of this. She yeah. did, uh, in, in, from, from Travolta's perspective she just disappeared. Like she, she just, you know, came out, you know, went out of his life. He had yeah. no idea why. And then it's the thing of Saturday Night Fever came out, and someone in within Scientology wanted to see the movie. Like they wanted a special screening for Scientologists. Yeah. Um. So they cleaned her up and stuff, and they brought her back to Travolta. To spend time together, and you know, and he he didn't know what where she was or anything like that, and you know, he she you know she apologized for you know, you know, leaving and stuff, blah blah blah, right. and everything, and she got the prince to be seen, and like and but under the condition that like he like they get dinner together and all this stuff, none of those that were ha- happened. They no. they just took the print, and that was the end of it. Yeah, and from his perspective, she lied, which she had no saying. Yeah. <clears throat> and yeah, the, but but he found out afterwards. He found out afterwards, and I don't think he's as involved anymore as he was. No, he found out afterwards. He did nothing about. It. He did. Oh, yeah, it's true. I think they did say that. You're right. Well, because it's a thing of that. Um, 
Um, one of the big things in Scientology is auditing, where you right. pretty much um, tell everyone your deep, dark secrets. Yes, and then they, they legitimately record everything. They record all of that. They have yeah. notes. They have stacks and stacks and stacks of records, of tapes of you, of video of you saying all these horrible things, horrible thoughts and everything. And they'll use that against you at any moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think Tom Cruise and Travolta are fucked. Oh, they absolutely are. Yeah. Uh, but also, uh... <laughs> yeah, Scientology's messed up. It's just bizarre. And yeah, Travolta and Cruise are fucked. They're never getting at. Well, Tra- they don't think they really care about Travolta. I mean, the birthday party they showed that he threw for Cruise was just nuts, man. I think he just feeds into Cruise. And they almost lost him, too. Yep. I think he's brought him back with the auditing. Maybe I, I don't. I don't know where he's at with it now, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Just like um, also them. I, I told you before about uh, the the scene where he um, takes high ranking members of the organization and has them torture each other. Yeah, that like house. musical chairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't want like oh, if you. Uh... If you get if you miss out on a chair, you get to leave the house, and they fight over the to chair because no like, one wants like, to leave. Yeah, like we were fighting to stay in the hole. It's literally called the hole. Yeah, <laughs> it's messed up. And he's like, it's like, it's like that's the terrifying part is that uh, if you if you go ahead and you broke in there right now, and you and you, it's, you try to free all of them, they would all immediately go, "What are you talking about? We're here of our own free at will." Yeah. We want to be here. We, we want to stay be here. here. Yeah, it's so messed up. Um, yeah, going going clear is a wild documentary. Um, just the, for time reasons. Do you do you have anything else or no? Okay, I have one more that I've seen before we get into the brief review. Now we're gonna do. Uh, I watched Cry Macho, Clint Eastwood's latest movie, and I liked it. You know, it wasn't, I don't think it was what I wanted it to be, but you know, for, I watched it with my mom and she said she'd liked it. And then you were talking to Tyler about it, my brother. And my mom's like, oh man, it was actually hard to watch. I'm like, what? I thought you said you liked it. She goes, no, I, I do. It was just, she goes, it was kind of hard because you see Clint Eastwood, you know, this 91 year old man now, and he just looks so thin and he's shuffling around. And he, he's, I'm so used to seeing him as this, this is my mom's words. Like this big, you know, this the tough guy, macho guy doing everything, but badass. And now it's like kind of sad, you know, he's he's not that anymore. He's nearly not that anymore. He's this old man. And I'm like, well, I said, you gotta admit, for 91, he's still moving pretty good. She goes, Oh no, I I hope when I'm 91 I can move and be alert as him. So I plan on being dead by then. Oh man, I can't I don't know how he's doing it, but I liked it. It was it was a simple story, you know. It, it seemed like it was rushing the first twenty minutes, and then it really just like stomped on the brakes. And we were in the middle of it was in Mexico, and they're in this little village, and um, uh, Raphael, that's the kid's name, and um, Mike, that's Clint, were was helping this village. You know, he was a tra- horse trainer, so he was helping all their animals and. Macho was kind of helping out with all these different things and he was kind of finding himself in it. And it, it was a nice little story. You know, I, it, it's, it's hard to, I've seen a lot of reviews 
where if you're a very big Clint Eastwood fan, you'll love it. If you're kind of on the fence with Clint, you probably won't like it as much. And if you don't care about Clint at all, you're going to hate it. Um, I, of course, am a very big Clint Eastwood fan. So, of course, I loved it. Um, not as I wouldn't put it up there with his other work. Um, you know, I probably watched The Mule and uh, other movies before that. And, um, but I know there's going to come a time where Clint will be gone. And, you know, he's 91. And I'll probably rewatch this just movie after that. And I know it, I, that was one of the big criticisms I didn't like about it was people like, oh, Clint doesn't care. He's he, he's an economic director. He's getting this done on time and like within like 60 days. And he he's just rushing through it all. So I'm thinking, I'm like, the man's 91 years old, guys. You know, if he takes his sweet ass time with a movie, he there's a good chance he doesn't finish it. So I mean, am I wrong in thinking that? Or I mean, I guess mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of morbid, but. You know, 90, I mean, you're I, not 91. You're not guaranteed. At this point, day. at this point, every time he goes to sit in a chair and, and watch a scene, and you go, "Oh dear God, is this it?" Everyone on the uh, everyone on set. Probably, and it's sad. I mean, he's still <laughs> I, like, I, like, like he go like, like he like he falls asleep in the chair, and everyone's just like, "Oh God, no! Oh yeah. God, no!" I mean, there's there's how many scene- more scenes do we still have him in? Like yeah. all of them. Oh, all of... God damn it. And he's the director. Because <laughs> he directed it, too. So mm-hmm. I, I still liked it a lot. You know, I, I, I talking about it more, I'm like, oh, it's definitely you got you got to really be a Clint Eastwood fan. Because there's a scene where he's um he's going to change clothes because they're on the run from his Raphael's mother's bodyguards and the police. And a whole, it's a whole thing. But um, he goes in the change and he comes out with a sweater that's designed to look like a poncho like yeah. his iconic poncho from like the good the bad and the ugly and if i read another review and because i don't want to make this my own words i was reading this one review and they're like it's a bunch of his movies kind of put together you know it's a perfect world with um oh shit i don't even remember. unforgiven was one of them i think they mentioned um i think they mentioned gran torino was kind of mixed in there with stuff and it was it, it, I, I liked it I I know I told you when I saw it, Mike, it's not for you. I said, don't bother, because I know you're not a big Clint Eastwood fan like I am, and you would be one of those guys like, no, this was not this was not for me. Yep. So, I did, that was my big thing. I, I, I If you're a big Clint Eastwood fan, I'd recommend it. I think you'll still find enough in there that you enjoy. Especially since at this point in his career, it seems like he's kind of reflecting on all the old stuff he had done, and you know, he did the whole the whole macho in the trailer. He goes, you know, the whole macho thing's overrated. That's not until the end of the movie. You know, when he's trying to teach the kid the final lesson here. But um, it, it's clean or nothing. I mean, really, the other actors are in there are fine, but you're you're there to see Clint Eastwood at ninety one. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, oh, I know. Um. So yeah, I guess uh, if we keep this hour thing, we got twenty minutes to talk about our review. Yeah, I think it might go a little over. But it's probably gonna go over. So we're we drew and five final. We're kind of pushing off because we want to see this one, and it's Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Marvel's big thing. And I I have to say I it shocked me because I wrote this movie off because I wasn't sure about it, and it, it was probably 
has some of the best action sequences I've seen in a movie since probably the last John Wick. Really? That's how you... I was so entertained by those action action sequences. They were so well done. And they just were fun, especially the the bus one. I, I really like the bus one, which was oh. funny. Which was funny because it was kind of an homage to Speed, a well, little bit. I guess. And uh, no, I I I know you. I know your thoughts on it, but I didn't tell you mine yet. And yeah, I I thought it was good. Definitely Ooh. not. A, I don't know if I'd call it. It's definitely not a misstep, but I don't know if I'd put it at one of their best like people have been but it, it's definitely up there it's pretty close to the top i'd put it more towards the top than the bottom yeah i yeah yeah it's i enjoy something a lot yeah i know you did yeah i laughed quite a lot um oh especially when uh ben kingsley comes back. yes yeah. trevor yeah. comes trevor in. yeah trevor when trevor came in yeah it was hysterical oh my god that is so, what the I, hell I, what is that thing you can see morris yes oh thank god i thought i was hallucinating him all these years all these years. you're real bud <laughs> you're real yeah, Trevor. Trevor was funny. I, I I'm glad they brought him I, back. My favorite part though is that when he when he he describes how he got into acting, the Planet of the Apes thing. Yes, planet, that was so funny. I was dying at the. It's like it's like my mom took me to go see Planet of the Apes, and I was amazed by it because I thought those apes were really doing all that, but no, it was acting. It was acting. It was that they got the apes. Yeah, he goes. Wait, are you saying that you got into acting because you? Yes, because the uh, the, I thought the uh, the apes were actually riding the horses. (laughs) I I I was in a really young theater. There, I oh man, I had this crew sitting behind me. They were just that scream douchebag, and I, I could tell I was in a young theater. I mean, I'm young too, but no, I don't think anyone got that reference. Of the Planet of the Apes thing. I was dying from it so hard. (laughs) It was bad. I mean, yeah. It was so, it was funny. I mean, he, and then they're they're driving through the mystical creature, the land, and there's that horse thing, and he goes, What a weird looking horse. Why is it looking at me like that? He was, oh, he was he, so he, funny. He, it made yeah, me appreciate and the, the big, the big action sequence. All of a sudden, you see him lying there. Oh my the, god! I'm like no. And, and then you you have, you have Morris like 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 pushing his body and uh, is lifeless and everything. And then he's like, "I'm not dead, mate. Hey. Part of the act." And I was like, well, I'm putting on the performance for the performance. Yeah, like, and he plays dead. And, it, yeah, and Morris just sits there next to him. It it almost it kind of him in this movie almost made me forgive what they pulled in Iron Man three with him. I well, mean, explain it in this. Yeah, they explain it. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying, you know, even but even then, like you know, I was a little ticked because he like I think he would have played a really good villain. I know the whole you know Mandarin thing was. Um, I'm not really going to get into it, but um, he he was funny in Iron Man three too. Like his his character was fun. Once they revealed that he wasn't who he was, yeah, he was. It was funny. Oh yeah, but I think people were miffed. But a lot of people have problems with Iron Man three because I you know I I really don't either. I know because oh he wasn't really Iron Man, and I've seen the things like oh what if we went to go see a Batman movie where we only watched Bruce Wayne? It's like, well, 
I think that's the whole, you know, that's the big story with Tony Stark is, you know, the suits don't make the man. And, you know, that was the big thing in Spider-Man. Yeah, I was about to say, like, like that's the lesson he's trying to, to, to pass to, off on to, on to Peter, Peter, too. Yeah. Was that, was that, if you, uh, that like, when he says, I'm nothing without this suit, well, then you don't deserve the suit. You don't deserve the suit. Yeah, that was, I think that was a big thing. I think people kind of miss that. Um, but no, I, I made me appreciate his role in Iron Man 3 even more. I thought it was so, I thought he was so funny. But the rest of the, and the rest of the movie was good too. I like, I'm not a huge fan of Aquafina, but I really enjoyed her in this movie too. Yeah, she was good. I do like yeah. the fact that, um, because so, uh, I went, we'll get into the plot of it a little bit, but like, she doesn't know that he's a super martial artist when they're friends at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. She doesn't know anything of his backstory. She only knows him as Sean. Right. Um, they've been friends since high school, but she only knows him as Sean. And so, but like, I like the fact that when she finds out like his real identity and some of the information and like that he's, that he's going to have to go to China to help with the, you know, blah, blah, and the plot. Yeah. Like, she's like, like, I am so mad at you. Now help me pack. Yeah. Now help me pack. Like, and like, like, I like the fact that also it shows like just how much of a friend she is, and the fact that like you were lying to me for like past ten years of who you are and all everything else, and you're in a very dangerous situation. But there's no way I'm leaving this. Yeah, yeah, I, I like, like, like I am super mad at you, so that's why you're going to pack my bags for me. Well, even then, I mean, yeah, obviously they're trying to force the love interest in it too. Which they yeah. no, they didn't. They dropped that immediately. By the end, I mean, there's there's moments that where these were starting to look at each other differently, but even then, it was like yes and they, no. They kind of dropped it. I was I, I like the only moment I could say that they that she looked in differently was when like he took his shirt off and like she saw like he was like you know muscular and everything in shape. That's yeah. it. Other than that, honestly, they 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 downplayed that really well. And they were just friends. Yeah, there. I mean, there. Like I said, there was moments where they like, especially on the when they were fighting on the scaffolding. I didn't um, see that at all. What are you talking about? The way he grabbed her and the way he was, it was more him. It was more showing on his side than it was on hers. I she, think that was just. She I had that, that one moment. I other I know I didn't see that at all. I I, I didn't see that any any feelings in that at all. I saw oh. him just desperately trying to protect his friend while he's also fighting ninjas off a of twenty off like you know. Of a skyscraper, oh, maybe it was the person I saw it with that really wanted it to happen that was kept saying it. So maybe that's what it was. No, uh, no, the, uh, I, we'll get into the plot. I, well, I thought I, I'll tell you later on then. All right, uh, because what I thought was going to be the reveal. Um. Anyway. Um. Okay, I'm curious to hear what that is. It didn't happen, but I thought that was going to be the big reveal. Oh. Um. So like I said, he, um, he Sean, uh, Sean, she is living quietly in what San Francisco. Yeah. Um, hiding. That's, that's why people are upset. Ant Man didn't show up. Yeah, yeah, a little bit surprised that they didn't do something. And I, like even bump into the crew. Yeah. Like like Michael Pena, one of the other idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, they also, we also find out what the ring, we, well, no, we really don't know what the rings are. We know, but we know that they're very powerful and that, um, 
Shang-Chi's father has been alive for a thousand, like, at least a few, like a few thousand years or something like that. I think that's what they wanted you to think, yeah. At least a thousand years. At least a thousand years, yeah. Um, And it's been due to the rings, really, and he has been a conqueror. As long as you have him on, it, expand, it extends your life. Yes. Yeah. Um. So we watch him like in in ancient times fighting in battles, and we see that, and a narration tells of how the ten the ten rings became a thing, and became his army, and then his army kind of went underground, became more of a criminal organization that mm-hmm. slowly controlled things in the world and stuff, and we get and it's a superpower. Yeah. Um. Kind of like a Razo Ghoul's thing, almost. Almost if, like if that. We, if we compare to DC, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, like it, yeah. It's a league. Of, yeah, it's a, an army of his own, but it's a league of like highly trained warriors and stuff. Yeah, and, and him at the front with the ten rings that are super powerful and capable of a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, Shang Chi is uh, his son. Uh, he's in hiding from his father in San Francisco, living peacefully and just being um, a valet driver with Aquafina as his friend. Yes. Being about, being about our age. And just, yeah, because he was what? They met his mother in 1996 or something like that? About that, yeah. yeah. He's about that's when his, that's when his, I think that's when his mom died. Yeah, it's, it's, well, he, it's, he's about he's about our age, kind of, yeah. and then it's the thing of that, like, um, <laughs> they, uh, they like we're still young. No, you're not that young. Yeah, like uh, she still loves her family and everything, and um, like, like you're still you're still like we're still young. We can have fun, and everything. No, you're not. You stop partying every night, and stuff, and you know, get serious about your life. That's kind of the um. Moral idea, yeah. Even when, I mean, amongst their other friends, it's like, okay, you guys have been doing this for how long? Like, it's time to you know mature a little bit because they're stealing cars. They're they're taking joy rides out in high school too. Mm-hmm. Not stealing cars, but the cars they valet, they be going for like uh, joy rides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of stuff, and you know, just being out all night and stuff like that, and yeah. um, it, uh, I mean, and it's just kind of out of nowhere. Like one day, like there's like on the bus, and it's a thing of someone pushes up against him, and like they, like he wants his necklace. He has like this little necklace that has a, a, a jewel or in it. Yeah, that his mom gave him. Yeah, that we see in a flashback. His mom gave him. Um, we find out the significance of that, but yeah, he uh, and so the bus scene that's in the trailers and stuff happens. So it's an action sequence where like what he fights four guys that. We, we, three, three little, three regular sized guys, and then one big massive guy with a sword for an arm. Yeah, <laughs> we're saying that out loud. It sounds ridiculous. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, well, uh, well, well, and and the sword's also more, um, uh, red hot that yeah. can cut through anything, pretty much like yeah. a lightsaber almost. Yeah, yeah, it's more his hand. It's not his whole arm. It's just his hand. Yeah, I but, mean the sword. Uh, the sword's really long, but it, it replaces his hand, mm-hmm. kind of like a Ash or Merle, whatever you want to compare it to. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
I do like that in the bus sequence. Like the uh, you had the same like, guy from uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, yeah. And he was he, funny too. He's funny. Uh, this, he 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 was telling Spider-Man to do a flip in the in the other movie, but in this one, he's, he's like he's like, oh, we're we're here for this. Like he starts doing a live stream. Well, then he he does what a lot of live streamers do. He was making fun of it. Like, okay, so I've taken like a couple karate classes when I was in junior high. So I'm gonna critique this with for you guys. Walk you through this with you guys. Yeah, like, little, I'm gonna walk you guys through this a little bit. I'm gonna like, walk like, you guys way through advanced. Uh, yeah, yeah, way advanced to karate. And he's going like, "Oh yeah, I took a few classes. I'll walk you guys through some of this." <laughs> no, you're not. And um, so then the bad guys do get a hold of necklace, and it's revealed at this point that um, he has uh, Shang uh, Shang Chi Sean to uh, Aquafina and everyone else. So. Uh, Actually, has a sister. Yeah, they, they still in China. Yes. What were you gonna say? No, yeah, it was kind of weird. Like they didn't mention it at all, and then they're like, "Oh, your sister has what's coming." I'm like, "Oh." Yeah, and so it's a thing of that. She also has a necklace, pretty much a duplicate of the one that he has. And it's a thing of well, if. You know, well, if Dad wants our necklace, uh, our necklaces, he can't be for anything good, so we have to stop him. Yeah. Um. It turns out that she is fighting. That uh, she is um, actually leading a fight, <laughs> uh, an underground fight club. Yeah. Which and had a we... lot of different references to past. Um... Uh, there's a Black Widow fighting in there. There was a guy. That was, was there? I couldn't see. Some... Yeah, I, I, was... I knew that there would be other ones in there, but I couldn't see them. They were going by so fast. I didn't she, see. she was fighting the guy that was kind of had the same powers as um, the what ended up being the real Mandarin in Iron Man three. Okay. She and Bla- that Black Widow was in the movie. Was in the Black Widow movie. Oh, was she? I didn't. I yeah. really didn't see that. I, at I, all. I, I, didn't, I didn't recognize her, but I went back. And I read. I saw something about that, and I said, "Oh, okay." So she, yeah, she's a black widow that was in that underground ring. Okay. Um. And because uh, the the guy's live stream and everything has become a huge hit, they uh, they want Shang uh, uh, to uh, Chi to fight. In the, the big boy ring, like the big, yeah, like, oh, in the, in no, the big these are ring, for, these are we for amateurs. It, yeah, we see, um, he, yeah, the, uh, we see the fight before that is actually Wong from uh, Doctor Strange yeah. fighting Abomination. Yeah, I've noticed this next phase of Marvel ever since the Infinity Saga has ended, they're going back to a lot of forgotten storylines almost and just like really referencing older. Like, I couldn't stuff. tell. Was that uh, w- w- when they show how that fight ended, and they show that like he like um, sling rings them away? Was he hinting at the fact that like Abomination took a dive? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly was that what it. it was. Yeah, because he okay. said he goes, "Why don't we uh, pull uh, practice holding back your punches like we practice?" Okay, this is okay. I, I, I didn't hear that part, but I thought I thought so. I mean, yeah, I'm sure Wong would have pulled off the win anyway, but um, I guess Abomination's coming back for the She-Hulk show. 
Well, yeah, they're going to bring that character back somehow or another. It's been so long. I'm surprised people even remember who he was. I mean, if you're new to the Marvel Universe, you probably didn't know who that was. Like, if you didn't start from the beginning, you just kind of have been coming in towards, like, later Marvel movies. Because, I mean, I don't think many people remember The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. I mean, I mean they, they just recently started bringing back General Ross. I mean, what, Civil War? That was 2016, and that was eight years after he had done Incredible Hulk. Mm. Mm. And he, he was the only one that, like, and after eight years of that movie coming out, he is the only one up until now that they brought back from that movie. I guess. And it took eight years to do it. I don't know. I mean, I'm fine with it. It just shows. No, that, I'm, like, I'm just like, I'm just saying it's like Marvel now is kind of starting to go back to bring storylines back. That they had started all those years ago. Even now in What If. Look at all the stuff they're going back to like the very beginning. Like that Killmonger one. Mm-hmm. Like, and they've spent a lot of time in Phase 1. I know, I'm getting off track, but they've spent a lot of time in Phase 1 in uh, What If. Yeah. Just, just, just throwing it out there. I know, I know they also have another season already guaranteed, and they're going to probably have another third one, so they're probably going to go through each phase because each season. Probably. Probably. Anyway, um, so uh, so Shang Chi has to fight and reveal it's his sister. I knew that was coming. Yeah, yeah. And then if she and like he, of course, he immediately goes, "I don't want to fight you." She immediately takes him down in like two minutes, you know, two seconds flat, knocks him out. Yeah, it was awesome actually. <laughs> and he brings up, and that's when he finally actually gets to have the conversation with her, like. If the, you know, if dad if our dad wants these necklaces, it must be for something bad because we know that he's a bad guy. So we need to hide uh, hide yours from him. Yeah. Well, then it turns out he had his postcard. That's how he yeah. found her. It turned out she didn't even send it. Yeah, it turns out he didn't. Send it. She never sent it, and uh, it's all a trap. And yeah. then cue all the bad guys to come in. Then that time period, big sword guy comes back. mm Hmm. Um, I do, I, uh, yeah, I do, uh, I do like this sequence throughout most of it. Um, yeah, I do too. It's a yeah, it, you know, they're fighting across the skyscrapers. They have to go out through the, because they decided to go through out on the scaffolding and stuff. Well, the, this whole thing went under lockdown. Yeah. Which I, I, I once again, I have no idea how you, how you saw love interest in that moment. There was a quick moment. I didn't see that at all. I saw, I saw, like, because at a certain point, Alcatraz's character is dangling off a piece of bamboo that's uh, that's bending no, almost completely. It was, it was before that. It was before that. It was when they were first getting on it. And Take she, like, my... kind of trips. I, I didn't see that at all. I saw that as literally just her tripping just because, like, all right, you're a normal person. Get on the scaffolding and walk across. Are you insane? It was right after that when they, right yeah. when they're getting on, that was that moment there. It, it wasn't didn't the bamboo. See that at all? I don't think that exists. Okay. Um, you say so. It doesn't. All right. We also, but we also get in the moment before, right before everything hits the fan, that his sister's incredibly mad at him because 
he went when he disappeared away from the uh, from their dad. He also left her. Yeah, he said he'd be back in three days. Yeah, that turned into years. Cause it tur- yeah, because it turns out that his dad, that their father, sent him on a mission to do his first ever kill for uh, the Ten Rings organization, and he he couldn't do it. He disappeared. Yeah. Instead. Mm-hmm. And his left his sister there too. His sister and yeah, and his sister eventually escaped and created her own her own empire. Empire, yeah. And stuff like that, but it still has made her hate him. Yeah. Um. And at this point, then what? At this point, fight scenes has happened. Uh, did they ever name the ma- the one with the mask that like could really fight really well? That you that was Shang Chi's trainer. You know, they really hyped him up like he was going to be important, and they. At, when it got to the end, they just didn't give a care about that character. No, no, they didn't. No. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> he gets a good sequence fight series with him. Nicholas, um, the finally they get kidnapped by the Ten Rings. Actually, Dad actually shows up and yeah, kidnaps them. And we get plot exposition at this point that he swears that he hears. Their mother. Their mother is from another dimension. Yeah. Called what? Tylo? Yeah, Tylo. Tylo. Um, it's a magical realm. And they. He, well, well, he tried to get to it. He tried to That's get to it. That's how he met her. In the very beginning, they show that. They show a flashback in, in the. Yeah, it, it, yeah, flashback in the early 90s. They show that he tried to get. He tried to get to the land. And she was the one who kept stopping him. And but eventually it, that turned into an actual romance between the two, and it was a moment of she tried to get um, the village that she was from to accept him. Except they the family, yeah, they turned him away. They refused, and so then they went and had a family in the real world. Well, I think she tried again later, and the kids were accepted, but he was not. I didn't get that at all. Yeah, they said that flat out. Did they? Yeah, when he goes when he the final when the final meeting, he goes, "Oh, you wouldn't accept me and my family." And then one guy goes, "No, we didn't accept you because of who you what you what you've done." When he I first thought, get, when he first gets there to the, when they it, I thought the that uh, I thought they were trying to say that they were uh, that they uh, that they had the moment where they were questioning if they could accept. No, because he even says. Um, to Shang Chi and um, oh, hell, what's his sister's name anyway? Um, that your mother wanted to have us a happy ending in the, and the other one in Tai Lo, where they denied us, they banished us, and then when he gets there and sees that Shang Chi's taking their side, he goes, "You're really gonna take their side after they banished, they refused us to come into this land." And the older guy says, "No, you. How could you? You're so blind. We banished you. We turned away you." See, I thought. See, no, they, uh, uh, that really? conversation. No, I watched. I, I watched it not that long ago. I yeah, same. And uh, no, that conversation was about just the two of them. No, I think she was accepted. I think it was just him. Yeah, yeah, no, she. Yes, they were going to accept her back into the village. Yes, with the kids. 
Not no, they there were no kids yet. I'm pretty sure there was a point where he said that he banished all three of all of them. Oh no, I don't know. No, maybe. there wasn't. There was this before. They wanted to have a family in there. He said no. Maybe so they went and had a family in the real world. Right. I think I watch a different movie than you. Oh my god. <laughs> Go ahead. It was because it was, it was because that he's too evil and corrupt and everything. Even though they didn't really show that in this movie necessarily, what? they kind of did how evil he really was. But we'll go ahead. Well, I mean, you get the idea. Well, I mean, he did take his own son and turn him into try to turn him to a ruthless killer assassin well, after she had died. After the yeah, after the mother is killed in, in an incident where. Um, old enemies of his find his like old hideout and stuff, and they try and, and, and attack. And he had taken the rings off at this point. He's taking the rings off at this point and try to live a normal life with his family. They can, they go ahead and they killed her. They, they killed her. Yeah, he puts the rings back on. Goes it goes even more mad. Oh, Takes I was actually sit- I was actually so happy when he went into that club when he had the rings on. I'm like, oh yes, revenge! And he just slaughtered them all. Yeah, and then he takes yeah, and then he takes his son, and decides to train him to be yeah, become an elite assassin. Well, yeah, you know, that's what happened. That, that, that's a... No, I know. I just was really happy to see him go in and try to take revenge after his wife had died. Um, and so uh, he believes that the wife, his his wife, actually is in Talo trapped. Because he he keeps hearing he keeps swearing that he hears her voice, mm-hmm. and also the necklaces. It's revealed that when he put with the dragon statue that's in their ten rings house that they all lived in together, um, it is a map of the moving. It's a bamboo maze, but it's constantly moving. Yeah, it's a constantly moving maze that they that it's impossible to figure out. But the, there's going to be an opening. Yeah. Um, they refuse to help him because because even though they, he he's swearing that you know the mother's there like like no she's gone we all know she's gone please well, he stop wants, doing this he wanted to destroy the village no if, if he couldn't get her or back he wanted he to, to destroy yeah. it yeah yeah he wanted to destroy the village but he really wanted to free her well yeah yes he wanted to free her but if he if he like well what if we he don't give him up give her up and he goes well we'll destroy the whole village yeah. So then, and so they they refuse. They go into they get put in being captured and stuff again. They go into their into the makeshift jail underneath. That's where they meet the star of the movie, Trevor. Trevor, played masterfully by Ben Kingsley. Uh, you you see him too? You're real, mate. You you can see Morris. Oh, because Morris is a creepy thing because he has yeah, no Morris, face. Yeah, he's he's like a little ball with legs and wings, <laughs> and he comes rolling out. No eyes, no no face. eyes, nothing. And they're like everyone. They're like, what the hell is that thing? You can see Morris. Yes. What is he? Oh my god! What a relief. I thought I was hallucinating all these years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like like what. 
Where's its face? He's very self-conscious about yeah, that. Yeah, he's very it. self-conscious about that. Yeah, he gives him a hug. But then, so, yeah, Morris is the one that says, oh, I can I can lead you through the maze right now. I'm, And then he goes, because, oh, so Morris can only, uh, Trevor understands Morris. Yeah. He's, he's the only one, because after all these years, it, it's not explained how Morris got there. Nope. Not, not really. Also, well, it's just that, that, like, oh, they like, like, um, the dad found him while they he was trying to find Talo, like wandering around somehow. Yeah, somehow he got out and he got lost. But so Trevor's like, oh yeah, he could take you there. He's ninety percent sure he'll get it right. Oh, sorry, he meant nineteen. Yeah. Um, and then we also find out, yeah, through it, when they because they they do escape plan because the. Uh, the sister knows how to escape through secret tunnels. They get through. Then the dad, they get a car. Then they race that. And they race to Tallow before the dad. Yeah. And then um, you know Trevor goes with. He goes. I'm unarmed. I am no threat. <laughs> I am no danger. He he takes shotguns. Like, like I'm taking shot. Yeah. Like I get car sick in the back. Yeah, no no one knows how he got there. He disappeared. Yep. <laughs> and uh. So they get to Tallow, and that's how. You, and that's when you find. Uh, that's when at least I did in the theater. Like, oh, this is why this movie was banned in China. Sure, no, I, I get what you're saying. Because because Tallow in this movie is clearly what like um, the inspiration for a lot of Chinese mythology. Yeah. In yeah. this universe, where there there's literally. Dragons, there's phoenix, there there are foo dogs. Oh my god, those birds are on fire. Oh, Morris says that's okay, they're supposed to be. <laughs> um, oh, he goes, Good lord, no, it was good lord. That's why I, started, I laughed at that too. Good lord, I think those birds are on fire. <laughs> oh shit, he was so funny. Hit, like I said, the play of the apes thing just got me so hard. Oh, yeah, that was before they were they were sitting and waiting to get into the maze. Yeah, and he was telling that story. Yeah, just yeah, like yeah. It turns out it was the monkeys were acting, acting like they were riding the horses. Yeah, and that's when I decided to become an actor. Oh wait, you, you became an actor because you thought still to that day as an adult believes that they were actually monkeys act- acting. That they were apes, at, yeah, yeah. Uh, that so that the acting was only just the, uh, that they were riding horses and stuff. I was the only one in my theater that laughed at that out loud. I don't think anyone I, else was getting the reference. I, uh, I, uh, I was a mess. It was so funny. Uh Anyway, so they get to tell well, and then they, it's the thing of they meet uh, their aunt. I can't think of who she is, but she's very famous. She's very famous. Yeah, she's a very famous actress. Um, in China, for a lot of kung fu movies, stuff like that. I, I will say in the beginning of the... Have you ever seen Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Maybe. You'd know. I, mean, it, seen, I think I've seen it in the beginning, but go on. Okay, the beginning of that of this movie was very much like how Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is, is the fight sequences go. Yeah, but it's done on purpose. Yeah. Oh, and I think I believe the ant was in it. Yeah. Yeah. The, she's in Scratching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle Yao. Or, or I'm looking it up right now. Michelle Yao or something like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's Mich- in Crash Attack Hero Dragon. Yeah, Michelle, Cra- yeah. Crazy Rich Asians, Kung Fu yeah, Panda. She's, she's the mom in that. Apparently Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I forget who she is, but I know she's in the Guardians of the Galaxy. I have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Let's see who she is. Alina Ogard. Or Gord. Oh, boy, I have no idea. Oh, is she... The, uh, was she, like, the maid or something? No. I don't, I don't remember who she is in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but I knew, I knew who she was as soon as I saw her. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So they, um... Well, yeah, welcome to Taolo and everything, and it's this... And... <clears throat> so the... The uh, so there's actually this gigantic wall that the actual real life dragon, great protector, it's called in the movie, mm-hmm. um, made to, to keep out these monsters that suck souls out of people. Yes, the demons. Yeah, the, the, that's where he thinks she's at. Is behind that they they punished her by putting behind the the, the dark gate or something, whatever it was called. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but it turns out that it's that this this happened before, where the dark spirits will get into some into someone's head like him and poison it, and see that they can break down the gate, and see if they can get him to break down the gate because the ten rings are powerful enough to do that. Yeah, he yeah, this is the this is their bet. This is like their last. This is like their hail mary, because he's the only with the rings. He's the only one that could probably break it down. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe other, you know, the Hulk or any other hero, but probably the ones that they can get a hold of. Or, or anyway, well, okay, fine. Anyway, so then it's the thing of they have to join with the village to try and defend against their dad, and also the possible breaking of the seal. They use dragon scales to, um as for their weapons and everything, and also for their suits. That's where uh, Shang-Chi gets the suit that's in the, mm-hmm. all the posters and stuff. It's actually dragon scale. Yeah, that's something that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and so it's the sister as well. She gets a white one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, so also, um, Aquafina's character, she, Katie, she learns how to shoot a bow a little bit through the people, and she kind of gets inspiration to yeah. do something with her life and find purpose and meaning and stuff like that, because she kind of just is wandering still. Yeah. Trevor referees a soccer game? Football yeah. game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, poorly. I think yeah. it was a soccer game, because that's what he was watching in uh, Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's soccer. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, I couldn't tell what they were playing. I just was <laughs> laughing at the fact that that's what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all preparing for the big a big fight, and that's the moment that I thought that they were going to do the reveal when um, uh, Shang Chi and Katie are sitting by that lake or whatever late at night, mm-hmm. and he brings up that he brings up again the whole thing of his father sending him out to kill someone. Yeah, and it turns out that the person they sent out to kill was the one who actually murdered the mother. Yeah. Because earlier in the movie, we see that um, all of that, you know, she lives in the house and not just her mother, but also her grandmother lives there. And there's an empty seat of where the grandfather used to sit. 
Oh. I thought that was going to be revealed that it was actually um, Katie's grandfather. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Because 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 like they point out that there's an empty chair always at the table. Oh no no that, no! Because they said um it had only been a year that had passed. Had it been only a year. Yeah, I think they said that like oh you know it's been a year now. I think uh, we can move the seat over. Oh, was that it? But no, yeah. I thought I thought I I, I I didn't hear that part of it. But I thought that, that they were going to reveal that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think he had been. I don't think the grandfather had been gone that long. Because I think I think he knew him. I think he, I think he, I think even, he knew the even grandfather. Then, though, I thought that it was going to be revealed that he just couldn't bring himself to actually kill him. Uh, maybe yeah. I I'm pretty sure the it, I, yeah, it, it only thought, been a year going, or two. Yeah, I thought they were going to do a thing of that that Katie's dad was the one who did it. Now her dad's a different story. Her, well, not her dad. Her grandfather did it. Oh, but that's not it, that didn't happen. It just well, it was her the dad. Long, there's no dad there either. Yeah, there's no dad there. So either. I, I could see maybe the dad being the guy that he killed, but I don't think it would have been the grand. I don't think it's the grandfather. Well, anyway, that didn't happen. So that's uh, yeah. that, that was why I thought it was that they were leading up to that didn't happen. Still might, still could. Um. So the big fight, a big fight happens. They show up. Fighting ensues. Um, and he starts, he, you know, uh, the dad get, get, uses the Ten Rings to get jump ahead of everyone and get to the gate and start smashing it. And slowly but surely, the creatures start coming out, and regular weapons don't do anything to him, but the dragon-scale weapons do. And so then the Ten Rings army has to join together with the village. Yeah, well, the, the guy... These- the guy with the mask is killed off immediately. Yeah, he gets yeah he gets killed I, off immediately. That's why I said I'm like there was no, they just didn't care what happened to that character. No, they did not. Um, and so um, they they're trying to fight off the these things are taking the souls and they're trying to, and the souls are being fed to the giant to the giant big one evil one. Um, and Sean and Sean Chi's trying to fight the dad at this point. By himself. Uh, well, they they fight him and he throws him into the lake. He throws him into the lake, and then he starts then, beating yeah, then, at the then, gate. Then he, yeah, then he takes down the wall. Then he starts. Then he starts taking down the wall. Yeah, and that's when all the creatures started coming out. Yeah, and, and yeah, and she, yeah, Shang Chi then comes, gets out of the gets out of the water, fights his dad some with the great protector. With the great protector, yeah, giant dragon. dragon comes in, starts eating eating everything. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it's the thing of that slowly but surely the rings are starting to respond to him as well as their dad. It's a struggle between them. He takes five. He, yeah. I do, I do like how they play, like how they played with the rings at that point, how he fights with the rings. It's different than his dad. Like he, like he'll use the rings as like step ladders to, for a bit for stuff to walk on. Yeah, well, at that point, he were they weren't really connecting to his arms like his dad's were. Yeah, so they were kind of like floating around him. They weren't actually attached to him. Yeah, but it, I do like yeah, it was like a different fighting style. I I know I still liked what they did, but I think I, it's, I, it's I, at I that really, point uh, they like, like like him yeah like him using them as like to springboard for like to get higher up over his dad and stuff like that. 
Yeah, yeah. That I kind like of that. stuff I really liked. Um, eventually he does get the yeah, all. Uh, he yeah, he gets all the ten ring, all ten. Uh, but then his dad takes him back, gets him back. Because I think they still be- belong to him. Well, because Even- it's the thing of that at that moment. Um, he could have actually killed his father right there with all ten rings, and he didn't do yeah. it. He, he he discarded them. Yeah, and then his father took them back. Right at that moment, the big bad uh, giant CGI monster breaks through the uh, the busted up gate wall thing. Yeah. takes the uh, takes the dad, sucks his soul out. Before he sells his soul, though, he gives the rings to Shang Chi. Yes, he willingly gives the rings to Shang Chi. And they turn back to gold because when his father uses them, they're blue. But when Chung Chi mm-hmm. has them, they're gold. Yeah, they're gold. I think the um, gold's pretty cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Now they are. Um, he uh, so the, yeah, and he fights with the Great Protector, trying to fight this giant monster and everything. Uh, he's going back and forth. Katie saves the day with an arrow to the monster's neck with, using the dragon scale arrow. Um, and then even even in her words, she, like like yeah. And then Sean uses uh, d- does a big old Kamehameha thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much just what he does. Like he just like uses all the rings to make a giant circle, then just lands into the middle of it. Yeah, destroys it and destroys it. Um, and then it shows that they are they immediately join the rest of Marvel Universe by having Wong appear and being like, "All right, you guys, we need you. Come on." Yeah. Well, and, yeah. So, I mean, that, that one I want to get. I want to get to that actually because it was the mid credit scene, and there was more to talk about than that. Yeah. You know, obviously Wong's talking to Captain Marvel and uh, Bruce Banner, who doesn't look like the Hulk anymore. Yeah, I, it took me a couple of days to actually pick up on the fact that he's not not Professor Hulk at that moment. Oh, did it take you a while? Yeah, it took me a while. So, uh, yeah, it was, yeah. Like, what's different? Because he's still in the sling. Yeah. He still has a sling on his arm like an endgame because his, his arm is crippled. Yeah. But he is not the Hulk. He he's is not just the Hulk. Bruce Banner. Yeah, so I'm so, like... yeah, what happened there? Yeah, are, do we are we gonna get the Incredible Hulk again, or are we in a well, different timeline? Well, well, now, well he's or? gonna be in movies, but he's not gonna be. Yeah. So he's is the Hulk done, or what is this? No, thing? well, I mean, well, you, you know, I mean, well, the rights are still in Universal's hands; they won't give them up. Um, but who? Universal owns the rights to all in uh, to all Hulk movies. Right, but yeah, is so. Is Marvel Marvel can't use the Hulk anymore? No, they're going to use the Hulk, but it, just like in um, like Thor Ragnarok and stuff, they can't call it the Hulk movie, but it's a Hulk movie. Yeah, yeah, I got what you're saying. Yeah, that's what yeah. they're doing, and they're going to still do that with She Hulk and everything. But no, else. no, I get that, I get that, I get that. But they, they like he's not Professor Hulk. So what? Yeah, I know. Well, they're going to do something. So, but no, I'm just saying, like, is he now? Is, is the dual personality back? I'm guessing it is. So are they going to explain? Oh, whatever. I will say, I mean, that's going to raise more questions, but I will say this was probably Brie Larson's performance as Captain Marvel in that short period was probably the best she's done. I, I actually enjoyed watching her little bit scream time as Captain Marvel with that. That honestly, I, it didn't really do anything for me either way. She's kind of just like there. Yeah. I don't, didn't really do it. Because really uh, it's, it's them just examining the rings and them just going yeah. like, 
Like, well, it's definitely not alien, and it's definitely not this, and not and not vibranium, not this, not this, not this. We don't yeah. know what it is. It's at least a, it's at least a, a thousand years old, but way, way, way older. So we don't know what these are. Well, yeah, they said, how long has your dad had this? Like, oh, at least a couple thousand years. And they're like, yeah, these are way older. These are like like Big Bang age. They might belong to the Eternals. I'm guessing something like that. Yeah. It's going to be something, yeah, like that. They could definitely. It's the Eternals yeah. will probably know. I'm yeah, actually we'll... excited for that movie, too. Yeah, we'll see how that turns out. But then we see, um, it's the thing, yeah, that the, <laughs> they take out Wong to party. Yeah, that was fun. After the meeting. Because I, I do like how they, like, Bruce Banner's just like, all right, guys, um, see, see you later. Uh, welcome to the circus. Yo, Bruce. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just like, welcome to the circus. We'll, we'll, well see. We'll keep in well, touch. Right, right before Captain Marvel leaves, too, she goes, oh, my, I have to go. I have to take this. I have to do something. Uh, very nice to meet you. Uh, Bruce has my number. He'll give it to you if you guys need help. She disappears. Bruce looks over. I... I don't have her number. I don't have her number. He goes, she, she does, does this. Yeah, she does this all the time. <laughs> um, yeah. And then we and then later and after that, the the, the end scene is just them partying with Wong. And then we find out the sister takes over the ten oh, rings yeah, yeah, organization. Yeah, yeah, and the, yeah, and the yeah, because we yeah, because they say. Um, because Shang Chi says at some point, yeah, like, 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 like oh, because well, they're back at the bar with like their friends, and like their friends, of course, are not going to believe them or anything. And but oh, where's no. this? Where, where's this long lost sister? And he's like, she's still in China, dismantling the Ten Rings. And then yeah. we see the end credits saying, no, she's not. She's Going reorganizing them into her yeah. own group. Yeah. Which I think, okay, might as well. Yeah. Uh, I like I said in the beginning of this review, I was we me and you both were like, ah, I don't know about Shang Chi. I, I I think it's not gonna do well. I think it's gonna be the next step and I I not even that I thought it was just gonna be kinda like um a black widowish. Yeah, kinda forgotten, kinda just like, Oh, it's it exists, it's not bad, it's not the best, but it's not bad. Yeah, it's it's one of those things you said it the best, you're like, why right when we thought we could doubt Marvel they proved us wrong again. Yep. Uh, because really honestly, they're only missteps. Probably the first two, third, first two Thors for sure. Yeah. And I think Captain Marvel. And yeah. honestly, I think the reason Captain Marvel was a misstep was because they tried to rush it in before Endgame. Yeah. I, I, I think that was a lot of the problem. And I think that's why we have a problem with her character too, is because I, I think she was rushed into Endgame itself because they, they were filming it back to back. I don't think they really figured out her character, and I think that's very telling in her performances. And I think her performance in the end of Shang Chi was a little bit better, even though it was very small. She actually seemed fun. I no, and, I, I, I like said her. To me, her performance was so small I couldn't really tell you. No, I know. One well, way or I'm also writing. I know you haven't watched it yet, but she appears not Brie Larson, but the character Captain Marvel appears in the Thor episode of What If. Yeah, and that character is so much better. Oh, good. It, it's actually pretty cool. You see her and Thor go out head to head, which is pretty nice. 
Yeah, I know it's a fight sequence. I don't, but yeah, I didn't look. Yeah, at I, it. I know you haven't seen it yet, but I, 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 I it's gonna be tough. I, I, I think, um, I think Spider Man's gonna take home for the best Marvel movie this this year. But I think the other three, maybe I'm actually now I think it might be Black Widow might be the worst one. Not not to say that Black Widow is a bad movie, but I think if we were at the end of the time ranking them, I thought we were thought I thought Shang Chi was gonna be towards the bo- the bottom of the four. I, I think it's gonna be Black Widow. Yeah, it's Black Widow. Because we only well, we have Eternals and Spider Man still, but we know how Spider Man is probably gonna turn out. Yeah, uh, uh, unless some wackiness. But I, I think it. I think yeah. I was surprised by Shang Chi. Yeah, I doubted it, but it was good. You doubt what? I doubted, oh, you doubted it. it. I doubted it. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Okay, you doubted it. Yeah, no, so did I. Yet again. We screwed up and we doubted Marvel and we're sorry. Mm-hmm. Our bad. Um, I think that is all. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, okay. Um, we don't know when we'll be back. But we will <laughs> be back. We will be back. Just don't know when. Yeah. Um And as always, in case we don't see you, which could be a while, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. See you down the road.